Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. All right, coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loan Studios. Home is more than a house. It's a personal paradise. Get yours with Rocket Mortgage. Push button, get mortgage. Mike Pete across the way, bogus your updates to nine we go. Uh, good stuff wrapping up uh, last hour with Adam Fisher. Uh, covers Major League Baseball for SNY, one of their baseball analysts, former executive with the Mets and the Braves there, giving you a feel about the World Series. And, you know, he, thinks it's, he doesn't think it's getting out of Washington. Um, yeah. You know, we kind of chatted about that earlier on, Taz. Uh, he also said, uh, you know, if you're the Mets, you know, go for an experienced guy. I'm I'm concerned. I mean, I I gotta be honest. Like, I mean, I'm I'm dialed into the World Series, Nats, Astros. I got it. Everything you know, we watch, we talk about. I'm a Mets fan, and I'm concerned. And during the break, you and I were chatting for a second. I'm like, listen, you know, I think it's going to be Perez. And you're like, well, you got to have an experienced guy, and that's why we both, you and I, both agree it should be Gerard, you know, Joe Girard. I mean, yeah, I don't think it's going to be. No, I don't get a sense it is either. It's... I think that's a mistake. I know. I agree with you. I, th- I think that was a mistake. I would hire Joe Girardi. I'd limit the risk. How about saying Eduardo Perez would be a terrible hire or Carlos Beltran or Tim Bogartaz would be a terrible hire, but the risks. You don't know. Well, it's one you, thing that. What are you have, hearing? What are you hearing? You know people in the Mets um, organization. I'm, I'm hearing that it's, it's not going to be Joe Girardi. When I saw David Ross got the Cubs gig, I'm yeah. thinking this is good. But then I'm hearing Girardi with the Phillies. Yeah. What uh, the latest, and it's out there, is you know nothing. I'm not breaking any news, but that you know Girardi's the heavy favorite down in Philadelphia. Right. The owner wants Girardi in Philly. Maybe some of the management wanted Buck Showalter, uh, but the owner down there in Philadelphia wants Joe Girardi. So, but hasn't taken the job, um, and uh, that uh, the Mets are intrigued by Girardi, but it seems like they're going to go more of a kind of a non-safe route. You know, like, yeah, it, it like just, Beltran. Like, right, why, he's why not. He's, he's the favorite with the Phillies. Joe Girardi is not the favorite with the Mets. Not saying he can't get the job. He's just not the favorite to get the job. What kind of money? You get Beltran. What kind of money are you going to pay this guy? This guy's made tons of millions as a Met, and now as managers, they don't make a lot. Of, but the first year managers, they don't make a lot of money. No, well, that's the other. That's the other. How thing. much are you going to pay him? Um, I'd say Callaway in year two was making eight hundred grand. That's what I'm saying. Like I think know. the high water mark for Terry Collins was a tad over a million dollars, maybe one point two million dollars. Um, I mean, I I think they'd probably pay Del- Beltron right around one and a half, maybe one. It's like, how much was he making at the peak? I mean, he was making. Oh, Beltron doesn't have to worry about. Him. He's got boatloads of money. Right, I mean, no, no, I know, but that's was, my point. I mean, how much has he made for his career? 
I mean, he signed a – what was that contract he signed with the Mets? Was it $140 yeah, it million? insane. Back then it was a huge, huge money. Yeah, huge deal uh, that he signed with the Mets. So is he going to want more for a guy with no skin in the game as a manager? Like, right or wrong? You know well, he I mean? wants to manage. No, I know. I know. I'm and saying, he, like, he hasn't earned the right to make a ton of money as an MLB manager. Correct. But he's used to making tons of money. And now, as he can, they say, listen, we're going to pay 900 Gs. He's going to be like, yo, I'm out. I'm not doing this. Which, fine. I would say, see ya. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I, I, I don't even pay him 900. I don't get a sense. And I'm sorry, Mike, you were going to say, what was the manager? Uh, seven years, 119 was the big contract. 119. So, yeah. And, and he made a lot of money after that as well because the salaries did go up after that. Uh, He's made it perfectly. I think Beltron knows when he says he wants to manage a team and he only wants to manage the Mets, he knows he's not making three, $4 million a year. Okay. I feel that. Do you know what I'm saying? Listen, I think he I, knows. Right. He's smart enough. He's, you know, he, he's you know, working as assistant for Brian Cashman right now. Beltron knows he's not making a boatload of money. Okay. I, I got that. You know I, what I mean? I yeah, don't think he'd um, get involved thinking that all of a sudden they offer him the job and they're like, hey, we're going to pay you a million dollars. He's like, I'm out. Peace. Right, right. Listen, right, correct. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to tell you as a Met fan, and yeah. I'd love to get Mike's take and Pete's take, they're Met fans also, but I don't I don't look as Beltran as, he's not a hated Met, but he's not like some, he's not Mike Piazza. He's not loved. You know what I mean? Like, he's not a love. in my opinion, I don't know what you guys think. I, I don't look at him as a loved, not that you got to love the manager for your team, but I still want to see Met fans revolting because they're bringing this guy in as the manager when he was not exactly, I never looked at him as, Oh my God! I love Belch. When he came over, it was a big deal. But I don't feel like he was, you know, as a Mets fan, like I wasn't in love. With him. I don't disagree. Pete, what do you think, you Mike? guys? Well, I thought I think it's unfortunate the way most Mets fans will remember him for the series against the Cardinals, looking at the curveball from Wainwright. But as a Met, he was a fantastic Met. I mean, he, he, he he's MVP candidate every year. He was well, fantastic. Was he, but, but you love him as a Met. Did I didn't. Lo- I don't think I look at him I'm as saying. an all-time Met. Right. But honestly, I, mean, I just want to win games. So if he goes I, in there and wins, I don't really care. I understand. Okay, that's that wasn't really the take I was hoping for. Pete, please. I think people undervalued Carlos Beltran on the Mets. I, Beltran was perhaps their best center field of all time. I think he was. And and I think that he got a bad rap here, and he shouldn't have. Um, that 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 last pitch he took uh, in uh, 2006 uh, is what he's known for, and it shouldn't be. Uh, well, I agree with that. I, I mean, I, I uh, simple, is he loved? Taz, I'll answer the question. Is he uh, loved? No, no, he's not. See, why is he not? That's, that's so. We all agree then. And yeah. you as a Yankee fan, why? why? Like, uh, I'm, I'm not. I'm not arguing. I'm just saying, like we're talking. Like he's not loved, and we all established he was a tremendous player for the Mets. Because he was not as as great as the seven home run outburst he was had with the Strohs before he became before a he came Met. Right. Okay. He did not carry the sense. team and yeah. take the team on his back. I think people looked at him as maybe being the Robinson Cano esque, where the game came a little bit too easy for him. Mm. You know, people would criticize the depth he'd play center field in. You know, a non-emotional guy, Taz. Well, that's uh, the you know he. So I think he, there was I, I think there were things that worked against Beltron in terms of the connectivity well, with the fan base. You just took it out of the words out of my mouth. See, that's what I was just fixing to say, and you said it. I mean, that that, that non-emotional. Like he's very. I don't know the man from a hole in the wall, but he comes off as very uh, like no personality, like none whatsoever. I I hope that's not how he is in the clubhouse. He could connect with the players. That's what I'm worried about. Yeah, I, I wouldn't worry. From my understanding, I wouldn't worry about the connectivity with the players. And I, uh, from my uh, my understanding as well, is that when Beltron went to the St. Louis Cardinals, his personality as a player changed. Really? 
Correct. I didn't know that. I didn't. Know. So, like, he was happy, jovial, and all that stuff. Uh, no? Yeah, a little Opposite. bit easier okay. to get along with yeah. after his journey to St. Louis. I feel like Mike has something I could to say, say it a little stronger from what I've been told, but it just well, what do a, you mean? No, just a little bit easier me. to get along with. You're saying a little stronger. What do you mean you could say a little str- Like, what, what do you mean? Uh, like, he was a great guy? Is that what you're saying? No, he was difficult as a younger oh. player. Oh, yeah. I, he, he, he was, was a diffi- a, kind of a douchey. Yeah. He was a difficult player. Yeah. Correct. And I think from my I from what I've been told is that when he went and became a cardinal, that kind of his he kind of changed as he got well, older. As you mature, you change. I know I've done that. I mean, I was hated in locker rooms. I, mean, yeah, so. I really was. I'm hated here. Uh, Mike, what's up? You have something to say? Oh, I was just going to say I respect more than anybody is Brian Cashman, and if Cashman endorses Beltron and like Beltron to bring him in as a special advisor, to me that has more merit than anything he did with the Mets because Cashman. What he's done with managerial moves and Boone and Girardi, they they've been good managers. They've won games. So if he likes Beltron, to me, that's a that's a big endorsement. Oh, so this is like I don't know if I agree with that. So this is like the Sean McVay thing. If anybody shared a piece of toast with Sean McVay, they get an NFL opportunity as a head coach. Well, right? I just I respect Cashman a lot. I well, think I he knows too, what he's doing. I mean, so if he likes yeah. Beltron, to me, that 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 makes that's me feel better. That's enough for about you him. as a Met fan that he would be. Then keep him in the Bronx. If, Keep him as an advisor. Huh. How about that? And get us Girardi. Uh, that, that, well, yeah. Cashman's glowing about Girardi as well, so you can make that argument about Joe. He said any organization would uh, do right yeah. by their franchise to hire Girardi. Well, he had him for a long time there, and you know, I, I think he's taking the high. I'm, I, I, I'm sure he's honest about that. But oh no, he's being honest. He likes Girardi. Yeah. For, uh, he he feels bad the way it ended with Girardi. Who and how? One why? Who ended it with Girardi? Oh, the Yankees did. No, I know that, but I'm saying, the, well, the Yankees have bestowed Cashman. Like what? Yeah, yeah. I think it was an organizational decision. Okay. So. I, think, I mean, Cashman, I think, recommended to ownership that they move on from Girardi, and ownership agreed. Okay. Like, so, so Cashman doesn't have the full autonomy to be able to say this guy. Like he's got to get that kind no, of I decision. Feel you. Of course, but, but but that's my point. I'm not arguing. I'm just saying, like, so if Cashman was is an advocate now of Girardi, whoa. Why was he an advocate? Why was he helping to have him remove him as the skipper for the Yankees a few years ago? Because he felt it was time. Because he felt like the messaging and well, the and, players didn't connect him much. I, right, I heard, and that's some what of those players change. Well, he's a guys. he's a grinding personality. Um, he's very well. It, it it can wear on you. It can wear on an organization. It can work on a team. He had an issue with deal, uh, dealing and communicating with some of the younger players. Yeah. Um, so those were some of the things that Girardi struggled with as went along. But I mean, he was there ten years. Yeah, you say grinding personality. You know, my wife referenced me as. Yeah, look at you. You're more of a relaxed personality. My wife has referenced me as a grinding personality, which is tough in a marriage. Mm. Um, but she has mentioned me in that regard. Well, you guys have made it work, though. You've been married no, forever. Had, but she said this to me about a week ago. Mm-hmm. But. Um, I th- I mean I feel you're a relaxed personality. You look at me. What's my? Do you look at me as a grinding personality? I won't get insulted. I'm just. You, you know me well enough. We work. Yeah, together. I mean you could look at it that way. I guess so. I don't know. I don't. Uh, how would I describe you? You said grinding personality, and Pete started laughing. That's. I think he was looking at me, and I, I'm wondering, am, am I a grinding personality? Well, I think there's different levels of it. Here we go. What does that mean? <laughs> I'm afraid to ask. No, you know what that means. <laughs> no, I, I thought you were about to bury me. I'm not um, gonna. No, I just said there's different levels of a grinding personality. I, it, it, I don't want to be a grinding personality. No, I got you. I'm not. not work, it, I, you know? I don't. I, you know, I think there's certain. No, we're not going down this road. All right. I just. I, I think you got a wonderful personality. I know. <laughs> that was funny. 
I, I legitimately ask you, what's my personality? I, I, let me think about it. Uh, we'll tease You're it. You're a we'll pretty quick the... thinker. I mean, you don't I have to think about anything. I don't, I mean... I'm trying to think of the right test. I had trouble coming up with pegs uh, dealing with Plinko. <laughs> All right, so give me a second to think about what the right word because it's one of those things oh, where pick God. your word wisely, my friend. Not again. It's so good. <laughs> I, I, no. Well, my wife says uh, you're a grinding no, no, personality. No, no. Uh, when I think of you as a grinding personality, I think uh, maybe, not, maybe not grinding. No, uh, uh, stress. You were going to say stressful person. No, no, no. You're not. No. Well, well that's just like that's kind of you know. Well, you've talked about your paranoia a little bit. From your wrestling days, oh yeah, that's, that's kind of rubbed off. It's called wrestling personality. Everybody, right, everyone's it, yeah. a little paranoid. The, the yeah, Jr. Right. said to remember Jr. was on. Yeah, you mentioned the thing? right. Yeah. Well, Jr.'s line, I forget what was his line. Wrestlers, I yeah, joked Barry around. Barry. He had a great line to Eric. He, he did. He did. He basically took the shovel of dirt yeah. on all wrestlers. I, and I've heard him say it a million times. So to me, to you, it was a big deal. To me, I've heard him say. No, I know, it, I know. But well, no, I'm not friends right. with him, so no, you are. So I've been heard it. I've I've heard him say it a million. I can't remember the line either, but you're right. I only had him on a couple times when. He's either promoting his podcast or his book. Yeah, yeah. That's well. <laughs> Jr. not coming on just to be your buddy. No, you know? I understand. There's something to push. Yeah, <laughs> There's something to push. Which God bless. Yeah. I mean, honestly, uh, that's well, if you fun. want to talk about the Sooners, they'll talk all day about that. Oh, I understand. Barbecue <laughs> sauce. Yeah, barbecue sauce. Um, yeah, yeah. Are you a grinding? T- I would say there's a level of grind to your personality. Wow, you should have been a lawyer. That's well said. <laughs> It's really done. Well done. You just the way you did that. There's a level of grind. That's yes, like, wow. I think there is. All right. Don't you think? I mean, you did go through 30 producers on your podcast, but that wasn't my fault. <laughs> <laughs> it was all of their fault. The company was downsizing. <laughs> it was all of like, their you're right, fault. The company, right? It just happened to be that day <laughs> when that producer walked out was the day that the company had cutbacks. I told you, many of them disappeared. Like no one could find a lot of them, and right. I have nothing to do with it. I mean, there's, there's some of them that just left the and It's state amazing of New that York. the ones that hang around, like Rosenhouse. Yeah, he's a glutton for punishment. We reference, <laughs> I mean, he's not even a part of the show. We reference him basically three or four times a week. At I least. Know. He's, the only, he's the only producer. Even Seth left me. And remember it, Seth? Yeah, Seth's a good man. Seth, uh, yeah, yeah, Seth's a good man. He left me. They, they, they don't talk to me. None of these guys. Robbie's my only guy left. Oh, Seth will talk. Seth loves you. Uh, you and him yeah. are like freaking frack. We were. I don't know. I, I blow relationships up. You'll see. I, I mean, I, I don't end. I don't end them well. I look for that. That's something to look forward to down the road. I guess. What is that supposed to mean? I'm just saying. All everybody here who works at me. You guys will see. Oh. I, it's just. It's just my. I don't. I'm not. I'm not threatening. It's just the way I am. It's unfortunate. I just. I don't. I blow bridges up. I right. Don't, I don't, so I this is not up. a lifelong bond. It's sad, but I, I, the only one I have that was my wife and, and my son. But that, otherwise, no one else. I got you. I mean, I got Pete Gas hit me with text right now. I don't know what he's saying. It's on my glasses. I'm uh, I got sure text Pete Gas. Did he reach out to you? No, no, no. I need to ask him. He told me about this. I keep on forgetting this deli. He told me about this breakfast sandwich. At Ridge this Jones deli. over there by you? What's that called? Ridge Fancy Rye Ridge. Jones? Yeah. Rye Ridge Deli. No, it's not that. A little overrated, that. that deli, by the way. I agree with you. A little heavy, very, very expensive for yeah, what it is. I, I, I agree. I don't, I don't love it. There's another Italian deli down the street that's very, very good. No, no, this is not Rye Ridge Deli. Uh, this is kind of like a, um, I would say, kind of uh, uh, a, uh, like kind of a small deli that makes a, a specific breakfast sandwich that he recommended that I should try. That I keep on forgetting. Gas? Yes, I picture Pete Gas. I think it's got chili on it. Oh, I could picture him like that. 
I can pitch you. And he like, said it's fantastic two. on like a Sunday morning to set you straight. <laughs> I could picture him saying that. I don't. I can't for the life of me understand why anybody would put chili on an egg sandwich. I think it's chili. Now he might be texting you and being like, "Melusis is wrong. It's not chili. It's something else." I could have swore it was chili. Well, he buried you a little bit in this last text. I oh, that's nice. That Let one. me hear that one. No, no, no. No, I want to hear no, it. No, no, no. no if he's, I want to know if someone's burying bury me behind him. my back. I'd like to hear it. <laughs> You're paranoid. What you, I'm paranoid. You're like, he just buried you via text. No, I'm like, no, let me no. hear it. No, no, no. no I'm not I'll, reading I'll that read on the there. text. Moose is a very nice man. That's what he said. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Wait, I, 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 what's this right, question? Chili. What's what's on the what's what's there on the a, egg br- He recommended what's a breakfast sandwich. Egg. How do you spell egg? EGG sandwich. Sandwich. He's on a delay, right? When they hear us, people hear us, they're on a little Yes. Yes. How long? Thirty seconds. Oh my God! I, I, How he's listening? I could be home in thirty seconds. <laughs> well, not yet. So. <laughs> oh, he just replied. What? Oh huh? my God! he's done a delay. Oh, here we go. Uh, here, right. We're going to get this word in. No, he told. I, I keep on forgetting. He's like, "Do you ever try?" Last time I talked to him, I was sitting waiting to get my son at school. It's like you get that egg sandwich. I go, "No, not yet." I go, well, "Where is he?" Oh, so you got to ask for it. He mentioned the guy's name. Huge sports fan. Tell him I sent you. He'll set you straight. Oh, I hate when guys say that. He'll well, no, set you it's, straight. it's no, great. I set you I straight line. I hate that line. Yeah. I, do you like that line when people say that? Uh, no, it, uh, it doesn't. I get what you're saying. It doesn't bother me as much as you, but I understand. But he was like, and, but I feel weird walking into a deli. He's like, ask for the bald head guy. And like, the then, guy. And then be like, hey, Pete Gas sent me. And then be like, who? No, he wouldn't be who. He'd be like, what's your, you know? And then it's just like sets an uncomfortable tone. Ah, uh, yeah, I'll have the uh, the, the PK egg special. Egg special. He's replying what's that? now. Here it is, bro. Here it is. Bacon, egg, cheese, and chili. He just replied. Oh, there you go. Wow, that's a that's really healthy, Pete. Yes, <laughs> that is. I, I got to text him. I need the name of the joint. Bacon, ketchup, egg, and said. cheese, and chili. Turkey chili. Little ketchup. Would you do? He said it's an unreal sandwich. He said, to, like, to your point, he's texting me because it's unbelievable. Yeah, I gotta try it. I, I do you, have you ever done? Chili I've never on done egg chili sandwich? on eggs. You guys never done chili. Oh, I can't do oh that. no, 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 man, no. I can't do it. I've never done it. But he talked about this sandwich like it was going to heaven. Dude, he's texting me nonsense. No, about like he said, like this sandwich is amazing. Like you have to go and you have to get this sandwich. Dude, if someone says at that level, you have to. You almost have to, and well, you have right. to bring you one just in. Gotta here. try it. It's yeah. not. You just gotta be like when someone's talking that well you about gotta, a sandwich, you, you just gotta try it at some point. He said it's, can we say the name? It's Corbo's Corner Deli. Okay. Corbo? Is that, you know what it is? I don't know. I got to look it up. Corbo, C-O-R-B-O? C-O-R-B-O, yes. Oh, Corbo's, Corbo's Corner, Corner Deli. Deli. Sounds like a bodega. Yeah, Usually it's bodegas not. Bodegas don't have it, good eggs. It's not sandwich. the Rye Ridge Deli. All right. Yes. Where you're walking in and they have fresh Fancy. pastrami. I know. And eat Fancy it up there. Place. That's exactly yeah. right. It's Taz of the Moose with you here on this Thursday morning. Come back, the bogus update, the three. We got plenty to get to as we roll right up until nine. CBS Sports Radio. It's Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. Listening to Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. All right, CBS Sports Radio's so free line is brought to you by Geico. Great news. There's a quick way you can save money. Switch to Geico. Go to Geico.com, and in 15 minutes, you can save 15% or more on your 
car insurance. Hey, uh, Andrew, I know you're here for the update. Mm, early today. And I, I was, uh, and Moose and I were talking about this before. I, I during one of the breaks, I jumped in on there on WFAN. I was with Boomer Geo. Congrats. Look, did, did you just see, uh, Moose, you're doing some paperwork. You didn't see it. I just mentioned WFAN, and Andrew's face, his eyes lit up. Oh, my oh, God. That's the, that's the promised land. I was there a couple of times. Wow. Jeez, yeah. Thomas, yeah. milk and honey. Yeah, I, I jumped in there. We were talking about Raymond Steer. Those guys were wearing wrestling masks, which is stupid. Um, I, oh my God! If I can, oh my God! Who runs it? See, now you know. Yes. Now you know. I accept uh, your apologies. Uh, listen, I've been on the fan a few times. Not as much as Boos, nowhere near as much as him. Uh, not as much as you either, Andrew. Well, actually, probably no, more, more than, than you. me. Yes, more than Andrew. Yes. You think someone, Andrew? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, just your your handful but of wrestling lights sh- up. Whole shows. Like a young child on Christmas morning. Andrew, right? With yeah. The, yeah, he loves yeah. it. I Boomer, just said Santa, that and Geo is an elf. Moose was doing paperwork. You were looking down, Moose, and then I said I said WFN and Andrew's his head his neck almost snapped. Yeah. Oh no doubt. Like, yeah, him. yeah, you know. And I missed it. Moose did like a special on there. It's like he was in the service. Do you ever ask Moose for his yeah. autographs? Because he's done a bunch of... I haven't he's done his own show on the yeah. fan. He was doing shows. He just, he does a show every Sunday with Deal on the I fan. I do, yeah. You should take a Sunday. picture with Moose. I, well, I, as a kid, I used to go to FAN Con a lot with all the other listeners, and I got a Moose picture then. I'm Andrew Bogus. <laughs> Poor Andrew. I also... There's a Moose cutout. There was a Moose cutout. Yeah, what happened? I've never seen the Moose I, cutout. I home. Is it, is it gone now? It might be. Are the no, cutouts? it's in there. It's, it's in Zach's uh, studio. I want to take that home, bring it home for my kids. You should take it home. That'd be That'll awesome. last a day. <laughs> they would destroy that, too? That would last a day. Take those French fries and bang them. All right. They, they no, would... no, not just, what are you, French fries, markers. They, you know, they, they, they like the doing now, right? drawing on the walls. Oh, my God. Don't they have, I think we talked about this, they have a lot of people with kids your age, they have the, um, the paint. Yeah, that's some kind of a paint. Isn't there a paint that you could paint? I, my wife was telling me about this. Well, and there's chalk paint, and chalk, then you that, can make the wall yeah, yeah. a chalk wall. Yeah, yeah, yeah we you should do, do that, that your whole house. Yeah, that's yeah. my <laughs> wife would love that. She would love that. The whole right, house. you walk in the house, the whole house is black. <laughs> nice and refreshing to walk into. Uh, right, just the whole house. It's just one big chalkboard. It'd be like, hey, Moose Donna, very warm home you have here. Right, exactly right, exactly right. Rikers. <laughs> yeah, exactly. but they do have that. I, you know, uh, my sister has got that down in her basement. They've got like a chalk wall. I've seen people have that down in their basements. The chalk wall. Yes, Mm-mm-mm. my older sister Kim has got that. So really? I've seen. I, yeah, they. The other dad said, but you find the strangest things. Like I was walking down my, you know, like we are in a ranch and whatever, down the hallway from the kitchen, right? And there was like just basically a handprint of grape jelly on the wall. <laughs> And I said, "What are you guys, animals? Yes, you guys. You ever, you ever? Can you use a napkin? Like they just wipe their hands on the walls, and then I'm oh, out there with the Lysol God. wipe, trying to scrub it off. It's you know, we're it's a white wall. I'm like, what is going on here? My kids refuse <laughs> to what sit. What is going on? They refuse to sit and eat, and they eat like." Animals, so there's just crumbs and shards of food rolling down their bodies people, onto my what f- are you the floor. Doing today with your kids? Uh, sh- I'm going to tie them to a chair soon. That's, that's what's next. That's not legal. You can get in trouble for that. That's um, true. Yeah, Why loosely tie Ouch. them? What do you mean? When your son, your son wasn't a like a my, messy eater growing up? Um, was he eating? Uh, like there was no food that hit well, the floor. I, I don't don't know, <laughs> my wife raised him like he was eating like he was a, a young kid from London. Like, hmm, mommy, this is delicious. Well, that's what I'm asking. 
Pinky's up. Sometimes he'd make a mess, but he was he was actually a really good kid. Now at twenty, he's a handful. Well, no, but when he was little, he was great. No, they're good kids. They're <laughs> sloppy eaters. I tell them they're pigs all the time. They, yeah. they eat like they, the other day. I walked in after doing the show in the house. There was two pieces of bacon right by the front door <laughs> on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> I said, oh what God. is going on here? Like, what are you running out the door, take a bite of the bacon, just throw it down? I mean, is there... Uh, look, <laughs> I will. Uh, my son, only child, so we didn't have brothers that... So it's different, I think, with your guys, because, you know, they, they roughhouse because there's three of them. So yeah. uh, it's a little bit different when you have one. My guy was a little more chill. He wasn't throwing bacon. Um, <laughs> but a lot of during those years, I was on the road. My wife was, you know, home alone with him. So yeah. I'm sure she could speak on it better than me because when I got home, everything was all nice. But, you know, all I was nice and clean. Yeah, no, every, I get yeah. it. No, you know and I, I mean? get I was it. Gone and a lot. Listen, there's a lot of times I don't see it, but I mean, like, they just, do you know yeah. what the worst is? Spaghetti. Mm. And they love spaghetti. Yep. Man, oh man. And spaghetti kids is... too, same way. Wow. Well, yeah, it's... I mean, well, my son is five, so he's still, like, little-ish. So, yeah, I mean, it's all over his face. It's up on his cheek. Oh, you guys got to teach these kids some manners. Yeah, I'm trying. You guys got to tighten this up. You just told bit. me I can't tie him to the chair, so now what, okay. I got nothing left. Uh, Uncle Taz here, as my kids <laughs> no, call you. Just, just, uh, just, you it, know, you got to be a little firm with them, that's all. Well, how, what am I supposed to verbally do? Verbally. Stop a, it. To like a two-year-old. To my son well, Gregory. A two-year-old's hot. What am I supposed to do? Don't take, grab the food with your hands. Well, you got you got accountability. Right? Say no. Now I'm going to take your favorite toy away or yeah. something like that. My son's that. in the middle of a week long Pokemon uh, ban. Think yeah. that's working? Nope. Really? Nope. These kids don't give a rat's ass. Today. Nope. It's a tough generation. Yeah, see, yeah. I, I'm a little. E- <laughs> well, no, it's not just that. I'm a little easier with the food because the other day Gregory Paul's playing with his with his toys. Gregory grabs a hockey stick and whacks him in the head. That's not good. That's a problem. Yeah, that's so that, that I take the toy away, and I figure if he wants to eat his spaghetti with his hands, Oops, that's punishment. Right. You can't. That's, say, that's okay. a different matter. No, yeah. That's a different matter. That, if, if you want to, if you want to pick out, I'll put a bib on you. We'll call it a night. But if he's hitting one of your kids with a hockey stick, did you punish him? Yes, we did. We took stuff away. Yeah, you're not saying that part. You're at, it sounds like, you're like, hey, stop that, and you moved on with your no, day. No, I hey, didn't. What's the price is right, Donna? Were, like, no, 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 no. Of course I did. What do you think? What do you? What do you think? I, uh, basically, I, <laughs> I walk into the house and whoever survives the day survives. Could you imagine? Donna, we lost one today. <laughs> <laughs> that damn hockey stick. Right, the hockey stick. <laughs> I, I was watching the eighth at Belmont and I had no idea Gregory was going to town on Paul. <laughs> that damn Something hockey like stick did it again. Yeah, I mean, it's a good race, though. <laughs> exactly right. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> I mean, that is funny. No, of course we. No, of course. What do they like when you go out to dinner? Like not, oh, not fancy damn. Like let's say you go to Corbo's Corner Deli. <laughs> like what's that like? Like you take them to the like you take them to McDonald's. What's, that's oh, got to be like I mean, an adventure. No fast food. All due respect. My wife, would, <sighs> I can't take him. Off. But say we go to uh, a pizza place. Say like, yeah. uh, you know, a pizza parlor, as they would say back in the day. Or just a pizza yeah. place. That What's pizza wrong with Let's back up a little bit. Why? What? She doesn't want them to have fast food. No. Dude, my son used to eat McDonald's probably two times a week when he was young. Okay? That's great. I, I loved McDonald's growing up. Division one athlete with abs. You've seen this kid. Yeah, I'm not... <laughs> 
Why does it always have to come back? No, I'm just saying, like, I, it's, it's not going to kill. Well, I'm, but I'm, he also has ass because he was in the gym for forever. And right. he was dead, yeah. not because he ate McDonald's. <laughs> they didn't give him the abs. No, I, 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 I want to just say this about McDonald's. Yeah. It, it gets a bad rap. I'm not, I, I don't disagree. My wife would. Uh, she just doesn't want the, no, the processed food. No, she doesn't want food. the processed okay. food. Everything in moderation. All right. Yeah. I, I mean, respect that. No, they've I, had, I respect no, they, her, uh, Are they soda kids? No. No. Yeah, my no. son was never, my wife didn't allow soda. No, no soda. Milk, milk no, and water. Milk, milk and water. water. That's, that's the same. That's, milk that's and water. good. That's and good. Jackson sometimes after a game can have a little bit of a Gatorade. Right. Yeah, that's, that's what you that's got. It. That's good. Uh, but, uh, but aside from that, no, uh. Uh, you know, listen. I, I think when when it when it comes down, we try and hold them all accountable to a certain extent. But it's difficult. I mean, it's it's hard when you're dealing with you know kids that age because they feel like they just like and just like kids of all ages, they feel like they know everything too. What, I mean, are, what are they like on a plane? Are they like kicking the seat in front of them and the guys oh, like, hey, buddy, it, tell your kid to stop, like that type thing? Um, yeah, uh, I warn people when we get on the plane. <laughs> Sir, I just want to let you know. I, I apologize like, ahead of time. I, I like when we went down. We went down on vacation uh, this summer. I think I was sitting across. I go. I told uh, an older woman. I go. This is your worst nightmare. <laughs> Move on in, boys. Come on, guys. Let's go. <laughs> she's like, <laughs> and she's like, oh, it'll be fine. I go. You have no idea. You have no idea. What you're about to you have no idea. What's two going hours. Like. You have yeah. no. And they were actually decent on that flight. When we go out to like a food place, it really depends. There's a. I tell my wife we got a forty minute window. We got forty minutes to eat and get out. After forty minutes, it's hell. It's hell. <laughs> it, like there's no sit down. Let's get the app. Mm. Let's have a nice bowl of soup. No. Let's whatever. Put the food on the table. Yeah. Get it down the belly. Get out the door. Just get in the car. That's get in it. the car and get yeah. home. Because then after forty minutes, if they don't have crayons, if there's not something, they're on the floor. They're tackling one another. They're wrestling. It's an absolute nightmare. It's time to get out. You got forty kids, minute window. The key is nonstop <laughs> sports. You need to get them involved in every sport possible. I agree with you. I know. Nonstop sports. Uh, on on Saturday, Jackson's plays hockey at eight thirty in the morning. Yep. Then he plays flag football in the afternoon. That's great. That's great. Keep it going. Yeah. Yeah. Just it. keep going. You, the play everything because just get them tired as much as possible. That's exhausting. Those kids sounds like. They don't get tired, so. Well, you know, your son. My son was like, yeah, he was Yeah, I mean, your son was a Division one athlete. Yeah, he he's a Division one athlete, yeah, so, I mean. Great abs. Yeah, he does. No, but he. But, no, but he. They are great, the, huh? When he was young, <laughs> no. No, he's. You know what? Yeah, the thing is, though, like, when he was They've young, never though, ending injury. Same, same thing, though. Like, you're, like, very active, oh. you know, and, and then they just don't get tired. Don't the, get tired. The energy level, testosterone's through the roof. It's crazy. You know, it's like, yeah, no, I know. I mean. But you know, look, you can't have them throwing pizza around a pizzeria. You know, you got to keep control of that. I, 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 I agree with you. That's why. Yeah. I, and that's why I hold it to the forty-minute window and keep it composed for about forty minutes. <laughs> Try and pre-order the pie. How's Donna with this? Like, is she patient? <laughs> you just laugh. You just laugh. No, my wife's. My wife's. One, it's tough. I, it's a tough she's job got the, that she you has. You know this. That's I mean, it, my wife's got the toughest job. That's the toughest job. That's the You're toughest right. job. No, that is the what toughest we job. do. What you do. It's easy. easy it's easy. easy. My wife's got the toughest job. I agree. She deserves all the credit in the world. I agree. Uh, raising kids is it's is, hard, man. is very hard. Very hard. They'll test you every day. And it's a thankless job. Too. It really is. You're right. It's a thankless job. You're right. Once those kids get older. My wife and I, we're still waiting for a thank you. This kid's 20. Just maybe when he's 30, we'll get a thank you. Hey, thanks for being good parents. Yeah, thanks. Well, you know, my wife will be brought to tears, and she's probably listening to driving the kids right now. You know what gets her upset thinking about, like, when they get older, the fact that boys disappear? Yeah, I, mm, that happens. Sorry, I know. Donna. 
It's true. I, th- <laughs> I did. I you know. did. I mean, that ha- but that, my son's right. twenty, and that guy, we could see. And they it, don't like. like it, he's already looking to get a place in Manhattan. Yeah, my uh, you know, my wife. If you if we ever talk about it, my wife will be brought to tears. Like she doesn't, you know, she gets very upset. My wife used to be like that. Then yeah. over time. <laughs> yeah. I take him or leave him. You get a little callous. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. Like, but at the end, your guys are. It's yeah, now. Yeah. Yeah, you can't think of that. You know. You know because they're great. You know, even though they're they're nightmares in essence, but they're they're great. You know, they're, they're little kids. Oh, no doubt. Tykes. Yeah. But with three moves, maybe you know odds are on your side that one of them will stay nice to you for his entire life. That's true. You're yeah. right about that. Right? Maybe. <laughs> but Andrew, you have a boy and a girl. Yes. And how old your daughter? Uh, eight. So your son's five. Oh, so she's the older and your yes. son's five. Okay. Yeah. And they get along? Um, They get along like normal eight and five-year-olds yeah, yeah, do. Yeah. I mean, they start into also fight and wrestle and you're annoying, leave me alone. Yeah. And he's a jerk. I mean, he knows every button to push and like he'll just walk over and like knock a book out of her lap and stuff nice. like that. He's yeah. like the old man. Exactly. I mean, it's, it's, it's perfect. <laughs> yeah. Chip of the I mean, it's... Yeah. Agreed. Potsters. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's it. Yeah. When I, you know, yeah. Are you calling any games this week? No. Not this week. Oh. Not this weekend. We have, do you have an update for us? I do, yeah. All right. Yeah, it's been sponsored as well by Progressive Insurance. Oh. Uh, this year, Progressive celebrates seven years and over 700 cars given to veterans, giving thanks by providing independence for those who protect it. Learn more at keystoprogress.com. National starter Steven Strasburg, a lot of first inning, two-run homer to Alex Bregman, and then nothing else in Game 2 of the World Series in Houston. Runners go the pitch. Curveball strike. Three called. On pitch number 114, Steven Strasburg locks up Tucker, the pinch hitter, on a breaking ball. He survives the sixth inning. That's Dave Jangler on Nats Radio. Strasburg caged seven over those six innings. His offense made him a winner with a six-run seventh off Justin Verlander and the Astro bullpen. Catcher Kurt Suzuki started that rally with a solo blast to left. The Nats eventually won 12-3 for a 2-0 lead in the fall classic. That's eight consecutive wins for Washington and they host the next three games, if necessary, starting tomorrow night. Kristaps Porzingis, healthy and on a new team. Vinny Smith got it back to Brunson on the drive. will throw it up to Porzingis for the one-time sledgehammer that might just be the kill shot tonight. Chuck Cooperstein, Mavs Radio, Porzingis, 23 points, 34 for Luka Doncic. As their Mavs started their season with a 108-100 home win over the Wizards. Kyrie Irving scored 50 in his Nets debut, but missed a jumper at the buzzer, so the T-Wolves won 127-126 in OT in Brooklyn. Jimmy Butler didn't make his Heat debut a late scratch for family reasons. Miami outscored Memphis 120-101 without him. What out? Adam Thielen is out tonight with a hamstring injury. Probably won't matter as his Vikings host Washington on Thursday night football. And Patrick Mahomes took part in part of Chiefs practice yesterday, less than a week after dislocating his right kneecap. Andy Reid says they'll evaluate Mahomes as the week progresses. The Packers come to Arrowhead Sunday night. Their wideout, Devontae Adams, may end up a game-time decision with his toe injury. And the Zozo Championship is the very first PGA Tour event in Japan. Tiger Woods began it with three consecutive bogeys, then birdied nine of his final 15 holes for a 6-under-64 he shares a lead with Gary Woodland, one shot better than Hideki Matsuyama. Guys? All right. Thank you, Andrew. Uh, enjoy the rest of your Thursday. We'll come back. We'll touch upon the Breeze story, his possible return for the Saints. He got the undercard as well. It's Taz and the Moose here on this Thursday morning, CBS Sports Radio. It's Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. <laughs> 
You're listening to Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. On a Thursday morning, you got the Thursday night game. I mean, it should be all Vikings. They're a healthy 16-point favorite against the uh, Washington Redskins. And this weekend, we might get the return of Drew Brees, a Saints quarterback, coming off that thumb surgery and that ligament injury. Here is Brees getting asked that very question yesterday. Take a listen. Are you going to play this week? That's the plan. We'll see. What, what will go into your decision? Is it your decision? Just making sure I can beat me. Is it strictly your call, or is it the whole organization? What will go into the whole final decision to see if you play? I think I'll tell Sean if I'm ready, and he'll believe me. Oh, God. Oh, <laughs> That's a little Eric. That's a little rough. I mean, come on, dude. I'll tell Sean I'm ready, and he'll believe me. Oh, I mean, they, you know, how's the that? Report, I mean, they really, that was... I did, that was that annoyed me. <laughs> that, that annoyed me. I, I, I like Breeze, but that was annoying. That was. I agree. With yeah, you. He, he's got Bridgewater on his mind. I'm going to be honest with you. I know they're six and one. They're doing good, and I'm not saying he doesn't want to win. But listen, they're winning right now with Bridgewater. Of course, it's Breeze's team. We know that. But <clears throat> I'll tell Sean I'm ready. He'll believe me. I'll stop. Um. Yeah, and and uh, sure, certainly we talked about the competitive spirit where you look at Bridgewater has done well. They're undefeated with Bridgewater at quarterback. They're doing it obviously a lot differently, and it's all phases. I mean, special teams defense has been fantastic. They're running the ball. I mean, to go into <clears throat> Chicago without Kamara and Breeze and win that game the way that they did is, is very, very impressive. You know, for Drew Breeze, though, he, he clearly he knows the the clock is ticking. He wants to try and get back on the field as quickly as possible. I mean, but I mean to answer the reporter's question, I mean you got to be medically cleared. You got to be able to make all the yeah. throws they're looking to make. I mean, there's a lot of things that he has to overcome here. But certainly, Drew Brees wants to get back on the field, and what better landing spot than taking on Arizona? Yeah, <clears throat> no doubt. <clears throat> and the thing too is the we talked about it a lot. You know, with Drew Brees on the sideline while they've been winning these games and been undefeated with Bridgewater. You know, you could just tell he's really literally Breeze chomping at the bit to get in the game, and he wants to play. I, I, If he wasn't Drew Breeze and wasn't the veteran that he is, I would think just watching him from afar that a, someone in that position would come in and press. They try too hard and screw up and get pulled out of the game, and, and, and Bridgewater will come in. That's not going to happen. I know that. But I'm saying if it wasn't a guy like Breeze, he's, he's very poised once he's playing. He's smart. But, I, you know, he... Him pressing, he'll still do well. I just think he's, I think he's, uh, his whole career is trying to trying to prove a point. Not a big guy, undersized quarterback, ultra successful, great, great, great player. Uh, and I think that he's not used to not being in there. And I think it really bothers him. And he sees someone like Bridgewater winning. I, I don't think he has anything against Bridgewater. I just think his competitive juices that he wants to make sure people know, hey, Teddy's been great, but this is my team. Yeah, and and Taz. He returns to a better football team. Yeah, yeah. Because they all, I think, as a group, got better and more confident without Drew Brees because everybody raised the level of their game. So, you know, regardless of what Brees does against Sun, uh, against Arizona, they're less reliant on Brees to be great in order to win. It's amazing. And that's, that's what you want if you're Drew Brees. He doesn't have to come back and be the conquering hero. He just has to basically keep the you know keep the ship from sinking because right. everyone else has raised their level of game. Listen, I said it before. I really think Sean Payton deserves a lot of credit. Okay, because of the points you're making about Kamara, about obviously Breeze, and about they still going out there winning, and they're a very tough team to play defense against because you don't know what they can do offensively. I think their offensive coordinator Pete Carmichael he deserves a lot of credit too. These guys deserve these coaches deserve credit. Dennis they, Allen, yeah, Dennis Allen's. The DC, they deserve a lot of credit 
They've coached these guys up and coached around the issues. And that's what, I, my opinion, what great coaching is. And, I agree and you, you see that here with, with Sean Payton and his crew. Totally agree. And um, we'll see if Breeze indeed does play against the Cardinals come your way Sunday. All right, here we go, the undercard. Taz and the Moose present The Undercard. The stories from today's rundown that we haven't talked about on the show. Hi, Mike. All right, just talking about good coaching jobs, so it got me thinking. Who's done a better coaching job this season? Is it Frank Wright out in Indianapolis or Sean Payton with New Orleans? Oh, that's a good one. I'm leaning on Payton for everything I just said, but in my opinion. No knock on Reich, but I'm just saying I, I, I think Peyton because of the issues. I, I understand Mike's question <clears throat> because of Andrew Luck being Gonski yeah. and Brichette doing the stuff, but I don't know. I, I'm going to lean towards Peyton. Um, you know, I'll, I'll support Reich. I, I think he could go either way. Uh, you know, I, I think, I think Taz laid out very, very well uh, in terms of Sean Payton, the job that he's done, that entire staff of being undefeated, winning in a lot of different ways. I give Reich credit because. That town was completely forlorn and shot when luck that announcement came down. Mm. Um, and for to to be able to deal with all of that Taz in that city and guys trying gals trying to put back season tickets and get refunds and to have this team playing the way they did and deal with that kind of distraction nonsense and have a guy like Brissett step in who was getting all the first team reps because luck was banged up. To step in, adjust their game plan, and win in different styles. I mean, Brissett this past week threw for over 300 yards and four touchdowns. And right. you and I, I mean, Taz at the time, I mean, it, no one's going to, you got to pat yourself on the back. Nobody else will. You right. and I at the time, as everyone was saying, oh, the Colts should trade for Eli Manning. We kept on telling you, the Colts love Jacoby Brissett. Right. They think he can play. Right. They think he's the solution at the quarterback spot. They really like Jacoby Brissett. And you know what? You're not hearing any clamoring for the Colts to go get a veteran quarterback. Brissett's been just fine. No, no doubt. And I'm a firm believer in patting yourself on the back. You have to. It's a must. No, but, uh, yeah, no, I mean, I think that's a great question by you, Mike. I, I do think both coaches uh, have done an amazing job. Uh, yeah, it's just it's, it's tough to it's do. It's a good one. It's, it's really, a good. It's, a good, it's, it's tough to separate either one of them. They've yeah. both done remarkable jobs this year. Yeah. All right, next. I want my hair back. <laughs> really? Well, what would be, let's say the Colts made the Super Bowl. Would it be more difficult for Andrew Luck to watch the Super Bowl happen or what's going on for Bryce Harper right now watching the Nationals? More difficult watch. I would say Bryce Harper. I agree. Yeah. I would say Bryce Harper. I, I think that's the thing with Luck. You know, he stepped down. You know, he he you know he, he didn't want to play anymore or he couldn't play, whatever his reasons were. You know what I mean? Like, that's that's why. I, I'd say Bryce Harper. I, Andrew Luck was tired about tired of living in pain. Was tired right. of the grind, was tired of the rehab, had been mentally kind of intense. I mean, you went through one injury as, after a lot yeah. of injuries as a wrestler. Yep. You know, the grind of the rehab, the rehab, the it's rehab. And, and he was he grew tired of it and didn't want to live in pain anymore. The injury wasn't getting better. It was getting worse. And he had it enough. The, the passion for the game is not there. The passion for Bryce Harper was to be the highest paid, uh, get the biggest contract in MLB history and continue his playing career. I agree with you. I think it's worse for Harper. I don't know. Nats are two victories away. This is a nightmare for Bryce Harper. Yeah. This is no, a nightmare. It is, it is a nightmare. No, Year it, it, one yeah. after he leaves in free agency and they go win the World Series? What does that say about you? Oh, dude. It's... <laughs> no, I know. I mean, that's a disaster. Uh... We were saying 
Ryan, the other day, you know, we were talking about Taz. I asked you if you could watch, right? And and I, you said you couldn't. I said I'd have to flip it on at some point just right, to see right. what's going on. You know, at this stage, as that goes back to Washington, and you know there are going to be Nat fans wearing the Harper jersey with the thing, and you know they're going to be poking fun at Harper whenever they can. Right. You know, especially if they know that, you know, late in the game, it's a, you know, five-run lead. They're about to win the World Series. You know, the, you know, the, you'll know you get some of the Harper conversation. That's the last thing you want to see. This is a disaster for him. Uh, absolutely. No, it is a disaster. He's got I, – I really don't believe he watches. I really don't. I, 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 really, I really don't think <laughs> – just good, uh, especially this. That, that how everybody's talking about how great they're playing and, and that they're two and zero right now in this World Series, and, and they're going to play home. Uh, you know, if I were Harper, I'd do hop on a flight, head over to Japan, and go play Pacheco. Pachenko, but you were close. <laughs> I got the joke. It was funny. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, so Mike and Pete, uh, I messed up. Pachenko, there you go. Mike and Pete across oh, the way. Uh, it's Adam Fisher. Join us earlier on the program. You guys as well. Download the podcast each and every day. Radio.com, Apple Podcasts, and Stitcher. Taz, great stuff, man. Yes, you too, sir. You got it. Till tomorrow, everybody. Peace. There's got to be a 10-second runoff here. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates – Price and coverage match limited by state law.